If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to a very special episode of the Nintendo Powercast. This is not a numbered episode. We are just going to do kind of like a, it's not even really a bonus show. We've kind of, I already had a bonus show out on the channel this week, but we're just going to talk about our year, uh, the year that Nintendo had. It's just going to be a conversation show. We're not going over news. We're not going anything like that, but we are going to start the show with a terrible, terrible dad joke that my wife told me yesterday that was tied to it's it's Nintendo related. And she asked me as we're going through voodoo, trying to pick a movie to watch last night. She asked me, what's Mario's favorite movie? And I already knew what was coming. I said, please, please stop. Don't do this. Don't do this. And she goes, Venom, Venom, Venom. And I was like, oh, no, get get out, <laughs> get get out of here. So it's a play on another joke, right? With it, what's his favorite to what are his what are his overalls made out of or whatever? Denim, denim, denim. Right. So, man, oh, man. Anyway, wow. I, I just wanted to bless so you guys. Grumpy sure Doge has a better us. answer. It's it's diehard. That's that's actually the right answer. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the wife's bringing the bringing the dad jokes like, yeah. So but hey, we got uh, we got the whole crew here. Destinot. What's up, buddy? Oh, nothing much. Just. um, Yeah. Waking up. Getting ready for the festivities that. Or to come. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Uh, what's going on? And Merry Christmas, NPC fam. It is your boy, Hate Zero, your hero. And Mel. Hello. Hello. Uh, happy holidays to everyone. Oh, that's the biggest, that's the longest intro she's had on this show. Uh, I, it's a special <laughs> one-off episode. You know, you got to do something big. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I want to start this uh, show off by just saying thank you to everybody that has listened. This year has been, it has been crazy for the show. Uh, less than two years, we've hit over a quarter of a million downloads. Um. That that number blows my mind, right? Like, and just the the community that has been built around this thing. We just want to say thanks. Like, it it truly is amazing. So, um, chat is saying you're welcome. So we are doing this live on Twitch TV. So what's up, Crim Doodle, uh, Lee Henson, Scrumpy Dog, Nightcrawler, Shell Shock, Pudding, Crosif, anybody else is just lurking. Guys, thank you for being here. We do appreciate it. So, um, but yeah, I just want to say thanks. Cause it's been, it's been an amazing year. It's been an amazing ride so far. And, uh, so that's, that's where we're going to start, but, uh, jumping right into this thing, Destin, I'm going to let you, I'm gonna let you lead us off here. How, uh, 
Like, how would you rate Nintendo's 2018? Are we doing like a five star scale? Is this one to ten? Uh, just have whatever percentage, you, whatever you want, whatever you mm-hmm. like. You don't have to. You don't have to like blue shells, red shells. What are we doing? Yeah, you don't have to give it a specific grade. Just your your overall opinions on the uh, on the year. Well, just as far as overall, like as I guess you could say, like as a console goes, I, I think they did extremely well. They've kind of followed up their their year one. Year one was like. Here's our biggest titles. Here's, you know, it's like, here's Zelda right out of the gate. And I think throughout the year, we were kind of like, wait a minute, if they don't slow down, what are they going to have to come out next year? And what about the year after that? Because everyone was worried because of what happened with, maybe not so much the Wii, but the Wii U. The Wii U kind of was like, here's the big titles. What's, so what's in between? It was, it was literally a game coming out every three months. And I think, uh, I think, Going into the Switch, everyone was still kind of worried about that. But we haven't had to because we've gotten uh, not insane third-party support, but it is it is there, which wasn't before. So we got that. And then the small indie titles, um, I don't know, I would call the Switch like Steam Lite because it's just been bombarded with very small titles ranging from, what, like not even a dollar? To like, you know, 15, 20, 30. So overall, I give it a, I don't know, I just give it like a thumbs up score because uh, I think they're going in the right direction and uh, look forward to them doing the same next year. Yeah, absolutely. Eric, where are you at? Well, my answer is probably going to surprise people. I think Nintendo did everything they needed to this year. And by that, I mean, they didn't. They didn't bombard us with Nintendo games. We know Nintendo can make Zeldas, Mario's, Mario Karts, right? We know they're going to be able to do that. They could do it every year and have a successful console. I think this was the most important year for the Switch. Not by any Nintendo game they made, but by the third-party support they've shown. You know, We've got some unique games that I'd never thought we were going to get on the Switch. We got games that I never knew I wanted to enjoy, but I did. I think this sets up the Switch for a very bright future because next year we can get some of those first-party titles and we can get these third parties. Everyone sees the Switch is actually built for this space. It's not a one-off gimmick. You know, It's actually here to stay. So I think this year, maybe not as good for a Zelda fan, but I think this year was the most important year in the Switch's life cycle and they they did what they needed to do. Mel, how about you? Okay, so if you actually had a Wii U, this year it probably wasn't as exciting for you. But if you didn't, you had stuff like Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, you had the Bayonettas, you had uh, Hyrule Warriors. That that really helped out, uh, filled up you know some of the spots they were missing. Because if you really look at the other titles that came out this year, minus like Pokemon and Smash, they are kind of like B to C tile, which isn't bad because those are some of my favorite games, but I understand the complaints from some of the more hardcore people who want this big adventures types of stuff. But coming off of last year, I don't see how anyone can keep up that same momentum in that standard. They really needed like a little off the pedal kind of thing. So I get the complaints of that. 
but even with this off you for me, like I still had a lot of stuff. Like I was always playing something. I still have things I didn't buy. And I really hate next year because I took a little peek at it. And um, right now I have at least 37 titles that I want. This is just from stuff we know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I hate next year. And I don't want anything announced next year at all but that I want. You can have a whole bunch of announcements of different games I hate. Fine, do it next year. Come out next year. Because, uh, yeah, next year's going to suck for me because it's going to be too awesome. <laughs> That's, a good and, uh, That's a good problem. Yeah. I hate when that happens. Yeah, so good. <laughs> that stuff's too awesome. Animal Crossing and Pokemon next year, right? I mean, oh, that's, my God. That's, yeah, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge on top of everything that. else that's uh, uh, that's on its way. So uh, for me, I feel like this year has been has been um, kind of a uh, almost like a building year for Nintendo, like 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 building on the foundation that year one had um, had laid. Right. So. Nintendo was coming from a very bad place with the Wii U as far as Wii U goes. DS has never really been in a bad place with 3DS. Like 3DS has 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 dominated and now 2DS is still is still going strong. I mean 8 years on that on that console. It's crazy. They had to build that install base of switches. So when they come out when they come out in year 1 with with Zelda, Mario, Mario Kart, Splatoon, that right there is going to be like, they're like, look, you guys want software. We're going to give you software. And that's, and that's what happened year two. Now you've got, it's almost like, I feel like year two is kind of like the year of the, the Indies. Right. And I think year three is going to be the year of the third parties. And then come year four, I think it's going to be an all out barrage on our wallets and we are going to see things like possibly another Zelda, possibly another Mario, maybe not in the same year, possibly Mario Kart, right? Like, because those all came out year one. I can't imagine Nintendo not bringing those, those titles later. So, so overall for this year, I can see where some people would be like, yeah, this is, this was not as good as the first year. I don't, how could the shadow that was cast by year one, there's no way, but I think it was brilliant in the fact that they said, Hey, we're going to get an install base. That's going to lure in third parties and get them to, uh, get them to get on board with this system. Now we didn't really see brand new titles from third parties. Nothing, nothing major comes to mind. I mean, we saw FIFA 19, a lot of it was ports, but some pretty impressive ports plus things like, uh, Oh, the name just a warframe, right? That game, like the way it looks and runs on the switch. Like there, that was, that was crazy. That was crazy. So not as good a year as the, uh, as year one, but I don't think, I don't think anybody could expect it to be. And, you know, Pokemon and smash still, still sold really, really well. Smash is going crazy still. So, so overall, I, I think it was a, I think it was a good year, but I think it was, I, I, I feel like Nintendo somewhat pumped the brakes on purpose to allow the, the indie support to really come through because N- Nintendo knows their fan base, right? What happened with the, with the, the Wii and the Wii U, nobody bought anything third party. 
and then nobody bought the system. So it was like, we're not, because when the Wii U came out, Mass Effect's on it, Ninja Gaiden's on it, Call of Duty's on it, right? They all had one installment, and that was it. They stopped. And so there's the potential um, for for years to come to have a vast library of indies, third parties, and first parties. And it uh, it, it gets me excited. So um, what what do you guys think? Destin, we'll start with you. Like, What do you think were, were some of the greatest strengths and and then weaknesses this year. Well, the strengths, um, you, you kind of just mentioned it right now, which were kind of its strengths last year, and they've kind of just doubled down on it, were the fact that they let non-first party shine, um, with not only with directs, you know, mentioning these, these other games, these other companies, um, because that that's, in my opinion, that's what killed the Wii U was no third party support. And then they just put their first parties out there. And I felt like we were literally getting four games a year. Yeah. And like four games a year on a system that isn't an Ouya. Like that's, you know, <laughs> like that's not good that you can't. Yeah. You could have these epic, epic games and Nintendo was known for those epic games, but you just can't, you can't have four games a year. No, that, Sony can right now because they have the install base and they have third party well, support. They have third party support. They've yeah. they've got other people uh, you know, weathering the storm, I guess, in between releases. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you you just can't do that. And the only thing that I think kept Nintendo afloat during that time was probably their handhelds and amiibo and these other things, which as for a business is great if you're I mean, like I mean, someone like Josh who's like all in on Nintendo, I I don't own a three DS. I I don't collect amiibo so where, where does that put me with four games a year it it doesn't right you know so put you on PC. the fact that they have all these other games the fact that like mel's like i i have a problem next year because i've got too much stuff coming out you know like okay that's yeah that's a terrible problem to have you know like so i i think the fact that they are showcasing this other stuff is great and they are trying to get everything it doesn't matter if it's rated m rated teen you know the the nintendo they've changed somewhat from the past and that's good they've adapted so um yeah i think they need to keep that up and just kind of be just be another system again versus just being oh this is the a nintendo system this only has e for everyone games this only has really awesome first party titles and everything else is either a terrible port or wasn't ported at all so I think I think they need to keep going in that direction. Eric, what about you? What do you think their strengths and, and weaknesses were? Um, man, it's tough. So I think you know when we were talking about third parties, we didn't mention Octopath, which was phenomenal. Um, you know, Wolfenstein Two came out this year, right? Um, we got uh, Diablo Three. Mm-hmm. Now those are ports, right? The last two, at least, right? Um. But if you look back at every console release, um, it's usually a lot of ports for the first couple of years. Or in the case of the PS4 and Xbox One, games that were made for the PS3 were also hmm. made kind of for the PS4. So the first two years of games on the PS4 and Xbox One were mostly not great games, didn't show off the potential. If you look at the dev cycle for a game, it's what about four years typically. Well, the Switch didn't exist. People didn't know what it was. So if you're a developer making a game four years ago, 
you weren't making it with the switch in mind. So I think the next year, the year after is when we're going to really start to see more games like an Octopath and more of the, the games. I, I want to rem- remember uh, Starlink also. That was one. Yes. And then Mega Man 11, which I mean, that's not yeah. a really graphically intensive game, but I mean, still like yeah. they, I mean, day and day release with the other consoles, which is a good thing. Right. Oh. And we got NBA 2K um, as well. Came out same day as the rest. Obviously, it's built on a little bit different engine, but um, you know what? That It still plays very well. Still a decent looking port um, or not port, but you know, version of the game. So I think I think the big I was impressed with some of the games we did get. Like I didn't pick up Wolfenstein 2, but I've watched a lot of it because I already had it on the Xbox one. and I didn't love the game enough to own twice. Um, but from watching the streams of it, like that's an impressive game on the switch that kind of shows off the switch could get some of these first person shooters just downscale a little bit. And I think we will start to see simultaneous releases going forward. Now that the switch has been out a while, developers have had the dev consoles and, you know, so I'm very hopeful for the future of the switch. Mel, how about you? What were some strengths and weaknesses? So this year we had some news of like, uh, you know, like the next Doom game. That's also with the Switch in mind. Mm-hmm. A year or two ago, we wouldn't even have like that talk. That would just been an interview with some uh, random website, and the devs would have been laughing pretty much. So, uh, just moving even from that is a huge step because it's not going to be just them. It's going to be Blizzard because you know Diablo when that came out, Diablo three, that was pretty much on the eShop like top four. You know, it was always in that. And it's going back in there constantly each time it goes on sale. I think it's like number three right now since I last checked. And um, I really liked how they're doing these little indie directs where there's like these little small spike, you know, little bite-sized directs in between the big ones to which, you know, like, hey, this game's coming out too. And by showing these certain games, it kind of gives like a, a Nintendo seal of approval to some people. Mm-hmm. So it gives them a better shine, you know, a better spotlight. Because like for like Celeste, for instance, they showed that off in the January direct. And I had I had to tell constantly people I'm like, hey, no, that's not an only Nintendo game. That's for everything. But they capitalized that moment so much to where they made people thought, hey, that's an exclusive to Nintendo. Like, they care that much about it. So going forward, I think doing stuff like that, even if it's slightly tricking people, which it's not really tricking people, but even just having spotlight moments on smaller titles or even other third-party games that wouldn't get as much press from other companies. So I really like how they're doing that. Uh, So... Uh oh, did we lose her? Oh, I think I hear her. All right. There she is. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> it just kind of cut out for me. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, I really like how they did those moments. Cause it wasn't just like at those little indie dogs, they also showed it in their E3 presentations, you know, the major ones too. Cause the other companies used to do that too, but they kind of dropped off from that. But now Nintendo's taking that extra step from which they're not doing anymore. You know, the other companies are not doing anymore. 
And uh, if you look at the eShop, you're pretty much going to see a very healthy shop plating for the most part. It's going to be a mixture of these smaller titles, you know, the Nintendo games, and some of these bigger third-party games, which is exactly what you want. Because beforehand, it was just all Nintendo games. It didn't matter how old they were. It could have been like a VC game, you know, a virtual console game that's like 30 years old. It would have been on the shop, like, number five. Right. See, that's great for Nintendo in the short term, but in the long term, other devs and publishers are going to look at that and like, oh, they only buy Nintendo games. I just made this brand new awesome title, you know. It's priced okay, you know. It came out during an awesome time for the Wii U, because, you know, anytime you put a game out for that, that was an awesome time. Right. Because... <laughs> Like, that's not said. They had, like, four games a year. And if you didn't like all four of those games, you were screwed. Because mm-hmm. I remember one year, like, when Xenoblade Chronicles, like, Xenoblade X came out. I was like, oh, this is a nice game. I have no interest in it. Thank you, Nintendo. This is my December game. I can't play it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so moving away from that, and I know it's going to improve because it's already snowballing. We're getting news announcements like every day from these smaller games. And it's going to snowball into bigger games and, and such. And we had studios like uh, companies like Square. They're like, hey, we'll open up an, its own little like uh, division for the Switch. Like we're going to make like an Octopath division kind of such. Because that's not triple A, but that's like double A. But Octopath did great. People love that. It doesn't always need to be AAA. Now, of course, we want those. We're going to slowly get those. But hey, if we can just get AA and up for right now, that's good too. Yeah, absolutely. I I think some of the 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 strengths for this year were seeing the way they address things like like Mario Tennis Aces and the way they're addressing Smash Bros. As far as like the way they are tackling. Um, uh, the online component of those and like looking for fixes and getting patches out really, really quickly. Like, I don't feel like this was a thing they did in the past and now they are, now they are, they are on top of it. Um, the, just the amount of communication that Nintendo has versus what some of the other companies have is, you know, like the amount of the, the, the Nindies, the, the directs, that kind of stuff where like, we know, I mean, if you think about it, like in January, we had a massive list of games up until June. And then I think, and then, and I want to, and then that one, I think, uh, wasn't it, um, Dark Souls got delayed, right? So then that pushed it, mm-hmm. that pushed it all the way to October. But I mean, like they, they put out so, so much information that it's like, okay, this is going to be coming. Like it, it, it makes it, it makes it crazy. I mean, looking at next year, right? Just off the top of my head, you know, we have we have the port of Super Mario U, which is an amazing title that I'm very, very excited for Switch owners to get to try. Because if you missed it on the Wii U, you missed a gem of a game. So that's amazing. Um, Yoshi's looking good. Uh, Fire Emblem, right? Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, Pokemon. Right now... All of these titles look look great, and the fact that we we already have information about them is great. 
to kind of go back on what I was saying it, during the, the first little section there, like those are all big titles, but to me, those are all kind of niche titles. They're not a Zelda and they're not a Mario, right? Other than Pokemon. I think Pokemon is, is um, going to be right up there in sales with, with Mario Animal Kart Crossing and, and, and I think Animal Crossing too. I, the thing, the thing with those, uh, especially with Animal Crossing and maybe it'll be different this time around, but I don't feel like. It, they don't have the it doesn't have the brand recognition that Mario does, right? It's good Mario though. Nothing does it, exactly like, right. It's like he's like the Mickey Mouse of uh, of of it, basically what I'm saying is like brand new Switch owners are probably going to look at Animal Crossing and be like, "What is this?" You, you know what I'm saying? Versus like, "Oh, there's Mario," right? So, um, but that's what, I mean, you know. I, I remember when I first saw Animal Crossing, like on the GameCube, like in the magazines, I was like, I have no idea what this is, but it's Nintendo. It's made by Nintendo. I'm on board. Let's try it. You know, so hopefully, hopefully it gets that same kind of reception. I think I think this this will probably be the biggest Animal Crossing game that we've um, that we've seen. Oh. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> so don't build this thing up because then it's gonna come in under that. No, it's and not. Yeah. The momentum it has right now. What do you mean? No, it won't. What, what, it's what not Happy Home Hunter or whatever that was. That's not a full title. That's a spin. Ah oh, man, the phone <laughs> That's game. Like Go Pikmin or what's the Hey Pikmin? Pikmin. Hey, no Pikmin. In, in the front of it behind anything. That's, and I'm not they made it. that slowly to fill a little void. Because it's like, hey, they would do a mess it around with uh, how to move things around for the next install title, you know, the next big game. Because that's like a tech demo, basically, pretty much. And like, yeah. hey, people really like these couches. We can make the stupid cards. They're when they buy do them. stuff like that, it just angers me. It's like you wasted maybe two weeks of developing the real game for this. Like, knock it off. Like, don't do this. Don't do this <laughs> well, to me. They probably just had they could have spent those couple people making a Pikmin 4 announcement I'm still waiting on. Like, I know it's coming. Just spend two weeks making the dang announcement and I'll be happy. <laughs> so and Maybe that's what they are. Maybe they are tech demos, though, and they're just like, hey, let's... Okay, we spent some time on this versus it just going in the trash. Let's just throw it out there. And then what if, what if... What if people would have gone nuts over Pokemon Quest? Like they would have been like, oh, oh, this is what people want. People want Pokemon mm-hmm. in Minecraft. Okay, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that. In, but we they wouldn't have known that instead of just testing it among sixteen people and being like, mm, it's okay. All right, throw I'm, it in the trash. They were just like, I'm yeah, good release with them. it. It's free. Whatever. I'm good with them doing tech demos if they're going to give us the Zelda tech demo that was the inspiration between behind. Uh, uh, still holding on to this from the GameCube? Oh no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, I thought no, maybe no. this was like the 2D one that they made to show off like some of the potential for Breath of the Wild, the one that they showed oh, yeah, their yeah. tech demo for. Oh, yeah. If they release oh, that, I'm I'm way on board with them releasing all their tech demos. Right. Well, it right. was called The Legend of Zelda. It was out on the NES. That yeah, was the but tech you can do stuff. <laughs> yeah, except you can't, like, I think at one point, like, he launched fire down a stream on like a log or something and it was something like you couldn't do any of that stuff so just give me an updated legend of zelda 2d that'd be amazing you want legend of zelda deluxe yeah exactly like director's cut <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i want so 
one of the things that I would assume a lot of people think is a weakness is Nintendo Switch Online. Now, we know mm-hmm. that like um, not having voice chat built right into the system has been a major, major complaint, especially for some people on the show. Um, and I And I get it. I get it. I feel like what they have done with the phone and everything, I feel like they've, they've, they've done a decent job, but it is a lot of wires and everything to, you know, as far as just jumping into voice, it's simple. Like you can play with randoms. Super Nintendo jumps into, jumps into random chats while he's playing Mario Kart. And he's like, Hey, you should, you should uh, go, go watch Josh stream. You know, (laughs) I'm shocked he hasn't gotten flagged. Hey, you can't. I don't know who that is. N64 Josh. Hey, it's, it sounds like uh, like the clown from Garfield. Like, um, but I feel like like sure, some people are still upset that they're paying twenty dollars. I get it, right? Like, I understand. I understand the 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 other side of the argument. But the way I see it is that like they listened to the audience initially and like said, "No, we're going to wait a year on that," right? And then added free games. <sighs> They keep adding games right now. I just heard Mel sigh because apparently she doesn't want any of these no, games. She has no nostalgia in her. Free. I hate when people say they're free. You're paying for it. Well, I'm paying for the service, so the games are free. <laughs> they're a part or of the service. The games and the services. That's free. like saying that's like saying, "Oh, I get free Netflix every month." No, you're paying for Netflix. That's part of the thing. Well, I guess included is t- the, tomato, the tomato, term, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess like included r- regardless. It's still only 20 bucks. The, the one gripe that I do see people uh, talk about with with the games <clears throat> is the fact that you don't get to keep them if you if you stop the service. Right. And so that I can see. Oh. But you're not. Like I can see the I can see the complaint. Whereas, like if you look at Xbox, they say here's three games a month that are yours, whether you keep Xbox Live or not. Then you have PlayStation that says here's games, but if you stop the service, you lose them, right? And then mm-hmm. Nintendo's doing something similar, but we're getting games that are much older, or forty years old, right? That have less, a little less appeal to. Uh, to some people, right? So I, I get that, right? I mean, because, I mean, look, at Celeste is coming to the Xbox in January for, for uh, games with gold. That would be a much better game, right? That would, be, that would make the service more appealing, but then they would probably have to charge more for it too because I, you know that Xbox is fronting the bill for that deal. It's not, it's not just like, oh, hey, guys, you're going to give us this game for free. No, and it, it works especially well, like uh, for games that have um, DLC tied to them, you know, so if like, let's say Mario plus Rabbids came out as a f- as a free game for the month, but then they can sell the DLC after the fact. If people really like it, they're still able to make yeah. a little money on top of the on top of. The so, so side note, because I've been thinking this for a while, but I haven't said anything. So why not say it live on air for the first time? does does them putting games with gold celeste mean that celeste dlc is going to be paid and come out very soon because i feel like that's a bait that they're pulling people in 
and Matt Makes Games is going to make their money back. Like, obviously, they got a deal, but it was probably on a, a discount. They're going to get people hooked, and then, hey, here's $10 DLC for this game. That's what I think is going to happen, personally. But it, it could be that. It could be, you know, it gets people looking at what else he's done, and Tower Falls in the, in the, in the marketplace, yeah. things like that. Madeline's in the game. Right. So well, we do know DLC is coming. They announced that. We yeah, just it, don't know if it was paid or free or mm, what. I see. I see. So, I mean, over it's it's one of those things that like. Just in, as business in general, especially in today's world, sometimes exposure is as uh, profitable as as. Uh, especially to get like a game like Celeste has been out for a year now at this point for more people to be playing that game and, and get on board with it. Now, if there's a sequel now, if there's a DLC, they just have that, they have that exposure that's going to grow. I mean, how many more people are going to find that, that Instagram account now? Right. And then the next time the, the next game's coming out and all of a sudden there's a random picture from inside the game that's that's huge huge marketing right so it's it's really uh i mean ultimately if celeste was coming out on ps4 it would be much better because there's just such a there's a much larger install base uh for people to to get that game but hey it's it's going to be one of the best free games that has ever shown up on that that games with gold there's no doubt about that so um you know well, overall, it'll be a, it'll be a good thing, but I yeah. think that is one of the weaknesses with Nintendo Switch Online is that the the NES games are great, and I love the little controllers I got. Like I think that that whole thing is cool. Like it's it it's it's all about that nostalgia. But at the same time, I think there could be more to it. But at what cost? How much more are they going to charge to be able to get you know free indie titles on there and stuff like that? Um, you know, that's, so that's, that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm at. Destin, what is, what has been your biggest surprise for 2018? Hmm. I guess surprise. Well, mainly it's kind of been the, to go back to more of what I said earlier, like their strength is just the amount of support we've gotten from third party. Like, Never in a million years would I ever have expected to see uh, the Wolfenstein games on Nintendo. Not just because of their content, which it's an M-rated game. We knew that going a long time ago, that there would be M-rated games on this system. I can't remember the first M-rated game, but, you know, it's like they were like, okay, this is maybe a new Nintendo. We're seeing some M-rated games. But just the, you know, the visual quality of that game... I mean, I, I would rank that up there with the the new, what was it, the Resident Evil? And yeah. that, you know, in Japan, they were streaming that game to the console, you know? It's almost like, oh, this, the stream can't, you know, the system can't run this. We're going to have to stream it to the console. But I think they got totally disproven with games like Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's a huge AAA game with, with massive, you know, you could run it on PC and I'm sure it looks gorgeous and it's not going to look the same, 
However, the fact that it was on there at all, I, I think that's amazing. Starlink was another one where I've heard it looks amazing on PS4 Pro. Um, I have it for the Switch. Yes, I can tell the difference between that game and something I'm running on my PC. It's just, it doesn't have that that clarity. But everything is there, right? It still had particle effects, and there's tons of foliage, and uh, the ships still look amazing. So I'm glad to see these games that are up there um, that are, like, super high-quality titles coming out, like we mentioned earlier, like, the same day. Um, I think that really helps because, let's face it, a lot of times in gaming, when something comes out, you want it on release day or close to it. You know, your friends are talking about it or or there's reviews online that are talking about it or people are streaming it, you know, and it's like you want to be part of that conversation. Well, it's kind of hard to be part of that conversation. It's like coming to Switch next year. You're like, well... I've already moved on to something else by then. So the fact that we are getting these same day games and they are the third party games um, and not just third parties going into their back catalog and saying like, well, we're going to give you a game from five years ago that came out on the Xbox 360. You know, again, that game has already had a conversation last generation. So I'm just glad to see they're okay. It's not 100 percent, but they're they're still keeping their foot in that door of current games third-party releases and not why well, i shouldn't say i give it credit to nintendo i give this more credit to the third parties but i'm glad i'm, I'm glad we're seeing it though so yeah that that was the biggest shock is like oh this is coming to switch oh, okay cool i think for me was watching one of the things was just watching how many switch games you were playing and you were like really stoked for <laughs> you know because like it I didn't expect to see you like go all in on Starlink at all. Right. Like I didn't even think that game would, would like pique your interest. And then all of a sudden you're like, I got it's everything. It's the best mass effect planet <laughs> right. sim game out there. Yeah. It just, it totally oh. surprised me though. It totally surprised me. So that, and then how much time we spent in uh, just, just grinding talking about Diablo it. and stuff and then talking about it right yeah like like multiple shows for Starlink chat saying Starlink sold best on the switch and carpet sent me a link I think 84% of Starlink sales were to on the switch shocking so I mean Star Fox had some pull right a little pull yeah. Yeah. Eric how about you what was your what was your biggest surprise uh, my biggest surprise of 2018 was Destinauts return to the switch and return to the show. Um, those are both <laughs> glorious things for me. Uh, no. So the, the biggest surprise was Celeste and the Indies for me. Um, I've never been a huge indie fan, but the switch has changed that for me. So, you know, Xbox has a lot of these same Indies. I never played them over there. Never really had the desire to. Um, something about the delivery on the Switch, uh, it it makes me want to play indies, and I think it's because a lot of these indies are really bite sized. You know, they're they're super built for portable, and you pick it up for fifteen minutes. You quickly pause the system because um, the suspend feature is the greatest thing to happen to gaming since ever. Um, and I can, you know, if I've got another 15 minutes, I spend 20 seconds or less booting up the system and playing the game. Uh, that's awesome to me. The other big, not surprise, but I want to give a shout out. Nintendo has the 
biggest game in the world right now and it came in 2018 and we skipped over it it has fortnite which is what the plants crave so it's the biggest game in the world right now and we've got it on the switch i don't personally like it i you know you can at me if you want i don't like fortnite bring it on but I'm, <laughs> but I'm happy for these 12 to 13 year olds who do like it. And I'm just kidding. If you like Fortnite and you're a full grown adult, I'm kidding. It's a fine game. I just the shooting mechanics leave something to be desired for me. That's all. Um, but it's on the switch. Like, how awesome would we have ever thought coming into 2018 we were going to get Fortnite? I don't think we even thought that was a possibility at that point. Mm. So. Yeah. Mel, how about you? Biggest surprise? Uh, oh, this is easy. Lavo. Because, like, hmm. anyone who, like, leaked back to me, like, earlier, it's like, oh, hey, here's a bunch of cards. They're going to make a game out of it. I would have been like, you're the stupidest person I've heard in my life. But they actually did. And it's really creative. It's just, it's a lot to take in. You know, it's a certain target audience. But uh, just the fact that it exists at all and it did okay, that's a miracle in itself. And I kind of wish Nintendo would have did some of the moves they did with Labo from the get-go instead of later on. Like, uh, I know they've been pushing it in certain like as, you know, programs and stuff. Like, that should have been, like, day one. I don't know why was that not day one instead of, like, day 200-something. That just seemed really... Silly to me. Like, why would you not want to push this creative thing to more people at a more, you know, at a better pace kind of thing? I, but, think, uh, I think part of it, because they knew it probably wouldn't move any consoles. It's not always about moving consoles, though. It's just having different options. Because they have But I think year like, one uh, was all about moving consoles because they had to get third parties on. Yeah. And we still have some consoles this year, you know, such as Pokemon and Splatoon. Right. But, right. like, even getting some of these or weird, Smash. wacky... I mean, that's what I meant, Smash. You got, <laughs> you got me. You got me. I mean, Splatoon is still moving in Japan, though. That's, that's still true. system moving. That's true. <laughs> like, it comes back on the chart, like, out of nowhere. I'm like, how do they not have it by now? Like, everyone over there, like, I don't understand. They love it. They love it. They love it. But, uh, yeah, like, even having these weird insane maybe even stupid from just looking at it first glance kind of things like i think that's important to have and i think pushing creativity is a great thing because a lot of the games we have now they you know promote you know violence you know that's fun you know i still love my violence. i will always love them but i want other things too and i think having creative stuff Pushing the spotlight is a great move. I just wish they would have just took a better couple of steps with this. But I still hope in the future we get stuff like this, even if I'm not going to be the one to buy it. Because it doesn't have to be for me. But just the fact that it exists, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, my kids, my kids, the first set anyway, we, you know, we sat and built it together. It was a lot of fun. My, my, I think he was 15 at the time it came out. He built the piano by himself, right? And he liked it. He he but now that thing sits in my closet, right? Like that's the other mm. thing with the labo is like, oh, where do I like I like the ones I haven't opened yet because <laughs> they store <laughs> so much better. 
<laughs> so, but I do. And, and then to see other, other people kind of get on board with the Labo to see them updating Mario Kart with it, you know, that kind of stuff, like integrating it into other games. I'm curious, like what's the animal crossing, uh, Labo crossover going to be like, I mean, there's, there's potential. Oh Nothing. You, you think zero? <laughs> Nothing. They should just take the cardboard from the, the amiibo boxes from the animal crossing series and just make something. Bad. I'm sure there's tons of those still left over. <laughs> oh man! You say you got Labo in your closet. Imagine how many Labos are in Nintendo's closets. <laughs> they probably they have can... a warehouse full of cardboard. No, it's just the Labo warehouse. Like it's actually made out of Labo. Oh, like it's, it's Labo itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So I think for me, the biggest surprises for the year were some of the uh, were some of the third parties that got that got announced, especially like Diablo. You know, seeing Blizzard get on board with the Switch, uh, games like like Fortnite, Paladins. Um, we got that MOBA, Arena of Valor. Is that what it's called? I believe something mm-hmm. like that. Sure. Um, you know, Warframe, like SNK Heroines. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it was a game. My bad, SNK Heroines. Tag team frenzy. Yeah, there, there you go. Oh, That's why go. we were laughing. My bad. Like this guy doesn't even know the name of the game. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so those. I mean, and then just how much fun I had with a game like Diablo. I had never, I had never played it. I that was a game that was completely brand new to me. I've never played any of the games in the series, and uh, you know. Like coming from games like in in my past, like being a huge fan of like Destiny and like the the looter shooter kind of stuff, I was like, oh wow, this is uh, this is like nothing I'd ever experienced before. So, so I was I was into it. But so we got fifteen minutes left to wrap this thing up. Let's talk about twenty nineteen. What Destiny? What are your predictions for twenty nineteen? My predictions for two thousand nineteen. Well. Uh, I've really, really gotten into the original Animal Crossing, so I am looking forward to that. Uh, looking to see what they do with it. I've never played any of the other Animal Crossing games. I played the phone game for about two seconds. That long? Yeah, I know. It, <laughs> I, I wanted to give it a chance. So, boy. You know, I'm looking forward to that, though. Um Nothing else is really on my radar. I know they have other stuff coming and they've kind of already announced it, but I mean, not that they've given us much with Animal Crossing, but it's like they've kind of just been like, hey, this is coming out. Uh, okay. When? What? So no, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I don't know. I, I know a lot of people keep, they're on this bus about updated hardware. I don't think we need it. The Nintendo Switch isn't like an Xbox 360 that has a 50% failure rate. So it's not like they have to be updating hardware. Um, yeah, so I, I don't I don't know. Well, the longer yeah. the hardware is on the market, the more profitable it becomes because the parts get cheaper. Right. Well, yes and no. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get super technical, but yes. But also a lot of times parts, other parts become cheaper. And like, for example, while the PlayStation 4 has a pro model and a like a slim, there's still been like seven hardware revisions of the PlayStation 4 because they go in and they change like a capacitor because it's 10 cents cheaper. 
you know, and when you're making a million of them, that adds up. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> but no, we've had like zero hardware revisions on this thing. So, I mean, that's whatever. We've had a little. Uh, they did, they <clears throat> did something with the I'm chipset sorry? for security issues. There are new, as like a newer chipset, I believe, but it's nothing. Yeah, it, it's, so, it's not the screen. The original screen is more blue hued. They switched LCD vendors. Mm. So yeah, stuff like that happens. But yeah. I mean. Uh, no, the, the the hardware's fine as it is. I mean, if these things were bricking nonstop, I'd get it. But uh, no, um, uh, what I I don't know. I'm I'm hoping we get more Joy-Con either colors or designs, like we did with Smash. Um, well, let's make them more creative than the Smash. <laughs> let's get let's get newer ones. Um, yeah, and then I'm just looking forward to more, almost like. Yeah, those are spectacular. <laughs> How long did those take you to make in your garage? Like We're talking about the Smash ones. Josh is showing me his Smash Joy-Con, which looked like day one Joy-Con that he put scotch tape on. They had extra gray <laughs> Joy-Cons laying around. Yeah, he needed, so, he needed the grip. He needed the yeah, grip. and I'm just looking forward to more basically indie support, really. Third-party support, I could take it or leave it, honestly. If there was a third-party game that I really wanted, I'd probably have a 50-50 chance, if not greater, at coming to PC. I'll get it for that. Um, but yeah, just more indie support. I'm looking forward to all those new indie games they've been showing us. Because um, yeah, I'm, I'm really liking those on the Switch. Because they're not really powerhouses, you know. They can, they can run fine. Like Grease. Grease ran perfectly fine on my Switch. I don't think I would get anything out of getting it for my PC. I did see an article saying that that game is already be uh, profitable for them. So that's good. It's because it's awesome. Yeah. See, you make awesome games. They sell. It's very weird. I know it's a novel. It's, you know, kind of a new concept. And, you know, people are just dabbling in making good games. There's the holiday salt I've been waiting for. So, you know, like, you know, but like, hey, let's try it. Let's let's make a good game and put it out there and, you know, maybe put some effort into it and see what happens. You might be surprised. It's weird. Very weird. Weird time we live in. <laughs> Eric, what do you think is going to happen in 2019? Uh, can I touch on my disappointments? I'll be really brief. I forgot to earlier. Oh, okay. Uh, the Nintendo on Switch Online is not a huge disappointment to me because of the way it is. I think where they really missed the the mark was they didn't announce what we were getting. So it was left to our imaginations to hope that we were going to get something greater than we got. They didn't. They never lied. They gave us exactly what they initially told us was we were going to get and a little bit more, which was Nintendo switch online is going to be free at first. Then it's going to transition to a paid service. Nowhere in there does it imply it's going to be improved. It's mm. just, so we got more than they said we were ever going to get. I think the, the problem was the communication and my other big disappointment was Mario party. I really oh, wanted, God. I really wanted more out of that game, you know, and online would have really, really helped that game for me. So 2019 or go ahead. If anyone has Mario party, I mean, it's, it's amazing to play with people at your house. If you could have that experience online, that game would have, I mean, people would still be playing that game. I think like it would be streamed and things like that. Like, but not having the ability to play online, people didn't even pick it up. Right, Mel. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that just missed the mark. Like, I mean, it was still a good game, good Mario party. And you know, the intended way to play it is in a party setting, obviously, but people don't do that as much in 2018 as they did in 1996. So, um, yeah, that, that's maybe a lesson learned for them. 
it's not a huge disappointment. It didn't ruin my year. But that was just like, a, man, you guys were this close to, to really making a great Mario Party. Uh, 2019, my, my prediction is Metroid Prime is going to be our Halo. Um, I think they're going to go guns blazing on Metroid Prime. I think I think this is make or break for Metroid. I think if this game fails, we don't see Metroid as anything more than a Smash character going forward. That's my you know part of my prediction is that. So I think you know, geez, if I could predict anything, it would be that this game just is the killer first person shooter with a killer online. Um, that's my 2019. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would love that. By the way, I would. I would love it. And, and I, I knew you would. I still have a. Uh, I'm still holding on to my theory that Mario Party wasn't supposed to come out this year, but because Yoshi got pushed, they they rushed it. That's that's just. A, yeah. I mean, it's just a theory. I have nothing to back that up. It's just a theory. So just a prediction. Uh, it's just a, <laughs> just, just a prediction. Uh, Mel, uh, go. <laughs> What are your okay, 2019 so. <laughs> predictions? <laughs> okay. So I do think we're going to get a revision, but I don't think it's going to be anything from like hardware, like, you know, the, the graphics chip wise. I think it's just going to be like a slimmer kind of uh, screen a little bit, maybe a little better battery life because they do do these things for revisions for hard, like, you know, like the handhelds. Every two years or so, like after one comes out, there is a slight difference. It's nothing major, major. Switch but I, yeah, it's huh. kind of stuff like that. And I'm the kind of person who thinks this is a handheld first. They can lie to me. They can tell me it's a home. But try to put your games in the dock. You can't do it. You have to put the system in the dock. So yeah, I think we're going to get one. I don't think it's going to be anything fantastic. So hopefully I don't have to buy it because I got a lot to buy already. And uh, hmm. I think I'm going to have even more stuff to buy, especially with these little indie guys. Because these guys pop out of nowhere. Like, hey, my game comes out today. Right. I'm like, oh, that's uh, that's awesome. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> yeah, I was budgeting for that. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I guess I won't eat today. So you wow. can eat today. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and um, I think we're going to see maybe one like a uh, old game from Nintendo that's brought to the modern age, like a kid Icarus kind of thing. Oh. Like, like I think that's going to happen. I think that's going to be like one good things. Cause they've been teasing like, Hey, we still have stuff we haven't announced yet. And I think the other stuff is going to be like, you know, like just like ports of like uh, the Metro prime trilogy, maybe Skyward sword, maybe even galaxy. I know, you know, that crap, but not that Galaxy's crap. It's just saying like you love buying old stuff what? again and Both again. Both games in one. Um, Galaxy one was one of the best Mario's ever made. Like, there's no, there's no I, I question that. I didn't mean it was that. I, I was just saying, yeah, I like to buy stuff you already bought like ten thousand times already. If you love something, you you buy it twice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sometimes y'all buy stuff y'all shouldn't. You, buy you have to know how to times. love, Mel. <laughs> So I think we're I think we're gonna see like that. (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, I think some of these uh, quirky Japanese guys, you know, their third party wise, I think we'll just finally start seeing some of their titles. Or even like how it looks like Shin Megami Tensei 5. We haven't seen anything. They're like, hey, guys, we're not ready to show anything, but it, it's there. So I'm thinking, hey, maybe 20 seconds of footage, not even gameplay footage, just like maybe a little cinematic. We might see that next year because I don't think it's coming out next year. But uh, stuff like that. And I think there's going to be one crazy third-party game that we're not supposed to get, but we're going to get. I think that's going to be the big bombshell. You know? so those are my uh, guesses. I'm not saying it. <laughs> Your guesses. All right. Very good. Huh. Very good. So I'm... I'm thinking we're going to see some surprises in 2019. And I think those surprises are going to come in the, uh, the form of third parties getting a hold of uh, first party IP. I think we're going to see something else like Mario plus rabbits. I don't know what that is, but I think we're going to see uh, something along those lines. I think that is where um, Nintendo can really shine with third parties, you know, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, Hyrule Warriors, Mario Plus Rabbids, that kind of stuff. Uh, Starlink. I mean, look, look at how well Starlink did. Like that is evidence right there that the Nintendo IPs have a major pull. So let somebody else, let somebody else get creative um, with, with that series. Like seriously, let somebody else make a full-on Star Fox game. You know, sparingly. <laughs> Look what happened when George Lucas let other people play with his toys. <laughs> ooh, ooh! I hope next year we get to see if that rumor about the racing game for the Star Fox. Oh, the like Star- I want, mm. I want that to be confirmed or deconfirmed next year. The Star Fox uh, Grand Prix or whatever. Yeah, because I have some, I have some ideas for that. How- then that would make sense. We haven't. We they're not going to do a Mario Kart, and I think we need a good racer, so that would completely potentially fill that void. They're not going to give us F Zero. I mean, they could right. give us Wave Race, but I really doubt that. But that would be kind of cool, though. Like the HG Rumble, the little Jet Sea. Oof, it's so nice. Stop it, Mel. Now I want that. <laughs> I, Have I you was... seen that product where it blows either hot or cold air on you, depending on what's going on in the game? <laughs> Only if they make that compatible with the Switch do I want Wave Race. Ooh. You're going to have like a squirt gun and then so I'll it's spray like, it into the wind. I don't missed. care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But chat is saying things like F-Zero, 1080 snowboarding, pilot wings. Uh, somebody wants to see None Mario Kart maker. Ever. Here's what I want for Mario Kart, right? Like, and I don't think it would be next year. I don't I think next year we're still going to see. I don't think we're going to see a major a major title. But man, I was tweeting about this. I want Mario Kart Ultimate with every track ever made, all the racers, everything. And then they can do DLC packs of Kirby, Metroid. Zelda, Star Fox, F Zero, like that's 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 how I want to see things go with Mario Kart. But I don't think it's happening next year. I think that would be like 2020 or 2021. So I hope um, it doesn't ever happen. I uh, really want a Super Mario Kart remake. You know, with with yes. with the modern features, but the top down like fun. Like, and I feel like that's one they could license to an indie dev, and they could knock it out of the park. You know. 
Like I would love something like that just because it wouldn't take a lot. It wouldn't take away from a new main Mario Kart. It would just be something fun to throw out there. Maybe a $40, $20 game. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, and we do have Mario Kart tour on the way as well. That's another, uh, that that should be before the fiscal year ends, I believe. So we should be hearing news about that pretty soon. So, but well, Hey, that's going to do it for, uh, for our 2018 episode guys. I do want to let everybody know that we do have a, like, um, we're putting together like a poll that's going to be like everybody, everybody votes on what the best games for 2018. We're going to do that. We're going to do that in January. And so stay tuned. Um, I'll have it up on n64josh.com. So we'll be able to uh, all kind of be involved. It'll be like a big community wide, like kind of like our awards uh, stuff. So uh, with that, Destinot, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at iDestinot. You can at me about all the Austin games you like, and I can tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> I'm also in the chat. Um, yeah. Stream still upcoming. Paid off my house in Animal Crossing. That was pretty sweet. Ooh, love it. Wow. Love it. Debt free. Someday I'll do it in real life. <laughs> no, no. That's why they mm. give you the option to do it in the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantasy people. Come on now. That's why yeah. you get your house off. <laughs> yeah. Chris, game of the year. I'm out. There you go. Hey. Love it. Love it. Hey, where can we find you, bud? Uh, you can find me on the Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord. Come over, join the fun. There's over 700 people now. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And um, growing. <laughs> so um, you'll also find me at Twitter. You can go ahead and at me your predictions for the year. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to love to see <laughs> what, what 2019 looks like for you guys. So mm. at hate zero. And Mel, <laughs> where can we find you? I'm going to be in the Discord. <laughs> guys if you do want to do if you do want to join that discord it's uh n64josh.com slash discord you can follow me on twitter at n64josh my instagram uh twitch twitter facebook youtube snapchat everything and i've been trying to really keep up with all social media getting getting stuff out there so wherever you like to be i have content going out there my favorite thing right now is the daily spike that i do on instagram where uh so somebody from the stream will get clipped of me of me spiking them into oblivion and uh and i love it when people find it and they're like no that was me i didn't want to <laughs> i was hoping i wouldn't make it so um we're having we're having some good time some good times there on uh on instagram so um it's been a great year guys again can't thank you enough Destinot, eric mel thank you guys for uh uh, taking time out of your your week each week and uh, uh, hanging out and doing this it's uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun so um, hope everybody has a Merry Christmas happy holidays whatever it is you celebrate and uh, we will uh, we will see you Thursday for the NPC mini see you guys later bye now hard No talking when the when the music's up. No talking. Jeez, lyrics. Predictions. Predictions. Now it's over. Now it's over.
Now it's over. 